When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's BudPod155. Uh, one five five. Uh, it's a bum fight live. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, just two bums. Um, what should be us fighting with a war of words over this our remote podcast? Yes, um, of co- bum fights, of course, a harrowingly real thing. Yeah, people paying. Um, I guess homeless people to fight each other. Mm. I feel like it's less common than it used to be but i don't know how common it used to be but i mean i think the guy who did it is is in jail really yeah like that shouldn't be a surprise to anyone no no i'm gonna look it up um yeah i never i never partook in any sense it's mad what people will watch on the internet (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. That is a, and I think that is an evergreen comment. To be honest, <laughs> um, yeah, I can't quite. Ryan McPherson. Bumfire. I swear, someone told me the other day. Oh, you know that guy went to prison. Right. I didn't know it was just one guy. Well, I don't know. That's what the person said. So someone. T- Paying tramps, the fight came up. Tramps, bums, mm-hmm. hobos, these are all specific terms, it turns out. Yeah, they do. Americans have very specific terms for um, old homeless guys. Well, we do as well. Bum- tramp, tramp is not the same as a, as, a, as a homeless person in the UK. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they... America, when they say tramp, it's like a woman shouting at another woman in a reality show. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Mm. I thought they, I still thought that was derived from their, their, a particular type of homeless person. No, it is. I'm just but saying that they don't have some kind of like, it's not like jazz stand-up and, and comic strips. It's not like a unique American art form to name, to name Tramp. Sure. Sure. Um, I think hobos, specifically the guys who, who ride the rails. Yeah, it's a Great Depression era thing. Mm. You'd hate to, you'd hate to be a hobo. Oh, okay, yeah. The guy behind bum fights gets got arrested for trying to mail infant body parts from Thailand. There you go. What? That wow, that's like getting Al Capone for tax fraud. <laughs> A completely separate crime to the one you're expecting it to be. Or it's like getting uh, Donald Trump for actual murder and instant. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Oh my God. Well, this is in 2014. These guys aren't that much older than us. That's terrifying. Uh, and what have we done? I know. <laughs> we haven't even started the bum fights. Yeah. A parcel uh, delivery it's... company in Bangkok put three packages bound for the United States through a routine x-ray and made a startling discovery. Preserved human parts. Jesus Christ. No. What? Lads. Why? What is up with Thailand, actually? I feel like Thailand yeah. gets an easy ride. But, yeah. but the rest of Southeast Asia is not like Thailand. The wacky-ass... The twisted shit that goes on in Thailand. What happened to Thailand? Do you think it's because Thailand is stable enough that insane Americans can think, yeah, I can go there and commit some sort of crimes or near crimes, whereas Cambodia is too scary? Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Like, because yeah. Thailand has a very, like, stable, repressive state, right, with the monarchy and so on. Mm-hmm. So you go, oh, like, if something happens broadly, I'll be able to complain to a guy in, like, a white short sleeve shirt and little cap. Mm. And he'll kind of help me or whatever. Whereas in Cambodia, it's like, well, the mafia killed you, so. Oh, well. I, I have really no awareness of what life in Cambodia is like. I got the impression that Cambodia was the more frightening one. Oh, really? Yeah, what with the recent genocide and, and more violent organized crime. But the, when was the genocide? The 80s? Yeah, but that's more recent than Thailand's not at all. <laughs> yeah, sure. <clears throat> 
But often, uh, what follows um, like a horrific genocide is a, a, a period of uh, relative peace. Like uh, Rwanda supposed to be lovely now. Oh yeah, but that's down to that to the to the controversial president more than some kind of natural like <sighs> you know rest period. A natural reset. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to find out why they were doing this. Oh, the 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 preserved body parts. Yeah. This guy just seems like a bit of a wild card, generally. What's well, two of them? Really. They, they what a duo, a dynamic duo. Hmm. Very strange. I don't. I can't imagine being. I. I have. I look. Look, Phil. I struggle with motivation in all sorts of ways. Never mind to go to Thailand to get a horrible dead child part well it sounds like he didn't even go it sounds like he sort of ordered it oh uh, hang on that's a that's a good point let's let me check if that's true because i got the impression that they had been arrested there oh I no see, yeah arrested I see, I see. in thailand that's what i'm saying oh fair enough fair enough no, they, they, fair phil the one thing you can say about these guys is that they were there police colonel chumpol pumpang Said very a, a valiant effort, Pierre, and I think he did pretty well. Pum, pum Puang. I've uh, yeah. Do you think it would be Puang or Puang? Puang. I would say it's Puang. Um, Ryan McPherson told them he found the items at a Bangkok night market. Night market. <laughs> I mean, you can get all kinds of things at. Southeast Asian night markets. Yeah, but I'd be worried if you said to me, do you want to see what I found at the Bangkok market? Never mind the night market. Oh, yeah, the night markets were the place to be. Yeah? You don't know about night markets? Phil, do I sound like a man who knows about night markets? I don't know. You're, you're, <laughs> you know your stuff? You read a lot? <laughs> well, thus, uh, <laughs> thus far, night markets have not come up. Oh, interesting. Yeah, well, it, it is what it says on the tin. It's it's a market at night, and you walk around and you can buy all sorts of things. And uh, it's it's a farmers' market for stoners who can't get up in time. Basically, they, that's the it's the ideal market for people in our industry, actually. So it's a sincere market. It's not like a kind of crazy nighttime version of a market where it's all dildos, and oh, no. bananas, and guns no. and shit. Yeah, it's a. It's a sincere market, oh. <laughs> as sincere as a market can be. Yeah, it's a normal market. It's right. just at night. Okay, and there'll be there'll be like knockoff handbags right, and right. probably some horrible animals in cages. Uh... <laughs> no, to my to my ears, it was like someone saying, "Guess what I found down by the docks," and you go, "Uh oh!" And then if they said, "Guess what I found down by the night docks?" <laughs> yeah, that does sound worse. The special docks they set up for things that are too evil and sinful for the touch of daylight. God damn. Um, uh, but I think that's why Thailand is like that because like w- Vietnam might be like a lovely place to go backpacking, but it's still run by a regime, you know, it's still a communist dictatorship. That's true. That's true. But I, I, I at least appreciate the dictatorships that respect the traveler that respect the tourist. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a Rubicon that mustn't be crossed. Yeah, it's a it's a uniquely. I, are there are there many countries that can nail that? It's quite difficult. I'd say most of them are in Southeast Asia, and then there's the like one or two in the Middle East. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because even in the Middle East, every now and then you'll get in the British press at least some guy called you know you know Barry whatever who's been caught fucking his girlfriend on a beach somewhere like Dubai, and they're being whipped to mm-hmm. bits or whatever. Whipped, to, whipped, whipped to absolute bits. Bit. Yeah, or like uh, someone who didn't take a warning seriously and decided to just go and have a cigarette on the sacred thing. Like yeah. that always seems to happen. Someone just like completely ignoring all advice, and um, you can still come a cropper in, say, even Dubai, say, mm-hmm. if you're not careful. Yeah, don't be seen holding someone's hand or anything no. w- w- crazy like that. No, no. Um, 
Uh, I'm just looking at the the BAFTAs happened last night. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the Billy BAFTAs. The old Billy BAFTA. Now I haven't seen any of uh, this uh, stuff yet, Phil. But you and I are in. Uh, you and I are in comedy, and I've seen both praise and scorn heaped upon Rebel Wilson's <laughs> gags. Oh really? Yeah. I've I I I not watched. I don't really partake in um, in awards things. I don't really. It just doesn't really interest me. Yeah. But I, I should I should okay I I I I'll watch I should watch the gags at some point. Yeah, I've just seen a lot of. Um... What are people saying? Well, I've seen the usual like, oh, who wrote those? Ooh, Jesus fucking the, Christ! The Daily Mail. Daily Mail says. Oh, Rebel Wilson's toe curling cringe fest. Yeah, but then that's the Daily Mail, so you go, oh, that's they the were, Daily Mail. You just go, oh, they were quite good then. Yeah, they probably just don't like that she's from Australia. But then, like Rebel Wilson, like New York Post, which is a, sh- a shit rag, I know, but they're like, oh, she said, they said she's the worst ever. Blah, blah, blah. Oh gosh. Oh, it's just a t- bunch of tweets again. Okay, Piers Morgan didn't like it either, so I guess they must have been pretty good. <laughs> uh, uh, the, there's a video of her. Uh, on the, there's a BBC's YouTube channel has a video of her hosting BAFTAs. Yeah. But the title, the title they've given, the BBC is obsessed with Rebel Wilson hosting this year's BAFTA Film Awards, crying, laughing emoji. No, not not the B. The B. The BBC no. has titled something obsessed with the BBC. They've gone full. Who's who's obsessed, lady again? Oh God! Um, Stay Stacy Dooley. Yeah. They've gone full Dooley. Never go full Dooley. Not if you're an anonymous uh, British institution. It's so sad when the BBC posts shit like this. Obsessed with, where? I mean, I maybe on the Instagram, maybe on their, uh, I don't know, TikTok. The BBC have TikTok, but not on your YouTube channel. The BBC, obsessed Ob- with Rebel Wilson, hosting this year's BAFTA Film Awards. <laughs> yes, <laughs> pay your license fare. <laughs> pay it. Obsessed with those BAFTAs. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. The poor BBC, I love the BBC, but stop embarrassing yourself, auntie. It's because they... Auntie, uh, please. They just just to- like every auntie, Pierre, <laughs> the BBC has discovered emojis, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> The BBC's auntie, the auntie has had a bit of wine, and now emojis are flying around like you wouldn't believe, and there are casualties. <laughs> um, I'm just looking at photographs of the the cast um, from my beloved West Side Story 2021 with the lovely Rachel Zegler. Ariana DeBose, who plays uh, um, uh, Anita, she won Best Supporting Actress. I'm glad the movie got something. Oh yeah. Now here, the the two the two ladies in that movie, they wore a blue dress and a yellow dress, the colors of the Ukrainian flag. Ah. I think I think that'll help. I think that will help almost as much as an anti-tank missile. I think it'll help more, Pierre. Do you think? Yeah, three anti-tank missiles. More. Yeah, at least three. Okay. <laughs> okay, I think. Can you imagine the Russian soldiers on the conscripts on the on the front lines on the on the on the perimeter of Kiev? They didn't even know they were getting into a war, but yeah. they've they they're ready they're ready to fight, and then they 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 open their phones and they they watch. They've seen a notification come up. Yeah, it says upsass with Rebel Welsa, and they're like, okay, okay, I will look at this. I would like also, I would like also to become obsessed, and and they follow. They go down a link, a link spiral, and then they see, they see the two female stars of West Side Story 2021, Ariana DeBose and Rachel Zegler, wearing blue and yellow. So not explicitly the Ukrainian flag but together you can sort of imagine they intended to do this yeah. and you he will you can imagine him going well if west side story is not on our side i am not on our side <laughs> calling calling across to the next frozen trench sergey yeah if you see him baptist <laughs> he's bad news <laughs> 
Well, Rebel Wilson, yes, I heard. No, no, it's a different thing. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it is, uh, we should have expected this from West, West Side Story. <laughs> More like NATO Side Story. And the BAFTA for Best Actor goes to Benedict Cumberbatch Pat. Oh my god. Gosh, um, yes, well, thank you, thank you so much to the Academy, and uh, it's such a, a, a privilege to, to win Best Actor for my portrayal of uh, Postman Pat in Pat, the, the gritty retelling of, 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 the, of the Pat story, of, you know, the, the, this, this, this film... Uh, the second I saw the script, I, I just knew I, I had to be in it. I, I knew that this was a story that needed to be told uh, about a, a, a man named Pat, who was a postman. It, it's a story of our time. It's a story of where masculinity sits in the 21st century in a small town that needs its post. You know, the, the story... It's a story about everyone, you know. On, on the surface, you might you might think postman Pat. That, well, that's a story of of a postman named Pat, and at most, him and his black and white cat. But it, it's the it's the interplay of those two characters with each other, and Olivia Colman as the cat. I mean, of course, absolutely fantastic to, to work with Olivia. Uh, she really brought that cat to life. I thought. Um, but the story, it's about more than Post. Uh, the story of Postman Pat is about a man with a duty. A duty to give a small town of, of, of people. Well, there's no other word for it. They're people. And, try and, and give them their post. Um, but it's not easy. Because, you know, in the song goes... Early in the morning, when the day is dawning. But I think what people didn't really appreciate in previous tellings of the story is just how early in the morning Pat had to get up to get in his in his red uh, Royal Mail van. Um, and so I'd like to thank the Academy. Uh, please keep telling these important stories. Uh, and please tip... Your postman. Uh, thank you uh, very much. Uh, good night, Olivia. Thank you. Oh, love you. You're, you're the best. <laughs> no, no, no need to show everyone your anus, Olivia. You're not a cat anymore. We finished. We finished filming. We finished. It's all right. Just sit back down. Here you go. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. If someone, if, well, I mean, you, you can literally do this, Phil. Do you, are you, well, I mean, I know the answer to this, I would imagine, but I would not imagine that you're, you're a squeamish man when it comes to the idea of like, oh, money I donate to the Ukrainian government they might spend on weaponry. No, I, I, I presume that was the point. I've, yeah. I've donated to the Red Cross 
myself. Yes. But I would, I have, no, I don't think I have any, any qualms. Is that the word? Qualms, sure. With donating straight to the, straight to the military effort. Qualms is one of those, people always don't have qualms. People very rarely have qualms. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no one ever goes, sorry guys, just quickly, I've got qualms about this. (laughs) Sorry guys, I just have one or two qualms. (laughs) <laughs> what I'd like to settle before we go any further here. Um, no, I just saw that... Just wa- walking up to a couple of girls at a bar. Ladies, could you settle a qualm? So my friend over here thinks that... <laughs> <laughs> a video where a guy with a little waistcoat and a sequined tie is going, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to go up to these chicks and ask them if they got any qualms that you can help solve and then bust out the old card trick. <laughs> Would you ladies have any qualms if I showed you this card trick? <laughs> how many um do you think how many w- women do you think have gone to their friend? There was this guy at the bar last night and he was doing all these card tricks and all this and then they didn't know like the friend had to be like that's a thing that's a phenomenon. Oh yeah, I I remember a few years ago someone I knew a, a gal I knew posted on Facebook which really dates this story. Oh wow. But, um, she was she was she eighty seven? Like... <laughs> was she posting all in capitals under a local ad for a used car? <laughs> no, this was like must have been the, the the final days of millennial Facebook. Sure. And uh, she posted like a couple of guys came over last. Uh, uh, might even have been our friend and, and a comedy writer Katie Story actually posted once. No. Going I think I think so, yeah. She was out with some gals on a Hindu or something. Oh great. And she's like, a couple of guys came over and asked us to settle a bet about something, and then they just hung around. And then I just posted straight away under it. I was like, Yeah, that's from the game. <laughs> and then upon realizing how that looked, added another comment. Um I've I've heard apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you didn't want to be the guy who immediately recognizes the Mein Kampf quote. <laughs> page 84, paragraph 2. That, that's on page 84 of Mein Kampf. <laughs> People are going, really? And you go, well, in the translated edition I have, <laughs> I don't speak German, guys. <laughs> oh, man, I, we could ask her about that. That's very funny. That's very yeah, funny to encounter that in the wild as a Hindu. Gosh. I'm sure it happens. I, like, I wonder if the game works anymore because I feel like it's all... Negging is uh, like just part of popular the popular consciousness now. So... Yeah. Do you think that, that works? It can't anymore? work. I mean, if that would be a great thing is to get someone really, really like Gen Z, Gen Z to read the game and talk about it. Um... Because it must be like a seduction manual from the 70s to them. <laughs> Groove yeah, on over would... with your platform shoes and ask if they'd like a beaded necklace. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what the Gen Z, the game would equivalent would be. Pretty short because they're apparently very sexless. They're a sexless generation. They're, they're sexless, but they're so online, which is where all the uh, filth is. So... That's true. It's a contrast. There are there are people of contrasts, Philip. <laughs> there are people. There are a nation of contrasts. Um, Have you read the game? A PDF went round the school. No way. Yeah, and people. Okay. People examined it. Uh, I would say with the tone of a weary professor. Yeah. <laughs> a weary. A weary professor who spent his whole career looking for treasure, looking at yet another promise of treasure. Yeah. So people were interested, right. and they did read it, but they read it as if to say, oh, more... Right, like, like they were peer-reviewing a thesis. <laughs> no, like less intense, like, like if you'd gone to the professor with like a badly written rumor, you know? Right, so they weren't buying it. No, there was an air of sort of exhausted skepticism of 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 young men who had already put a great deal of thought into the various desperate efforts to get ladies to touch them. <laughs> so the idea that this book written by what appeared to be a, 
uh, an extraordinarily camp magician would uh, <laughs> would be of any use on the Isle of Man was uh, it was treated with a healthy skepticism. I seen people people were interested enough to read it, but with a tone of sort of like, really, okay, well, I doubt it. I don't think there's any treasure under that mountain. I think that's just an old local myth. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I I read it uh, very casually. In one sitting. Well, I think it was probably. No, I, I think I read it like over two days, two or three days or something. Really? You don't I, I was just staying. I was staying for like gigs up in Manchester with someone, and they just happened to have it, and so I just had to read it before I, I went back. In essence, it just says confidence is attractive. That's literally the whole book, really. Yeah, I I remember the thing that we thought was the least likely to to work was there was the whole there's a whole section on peacocking. <laughs> yeah, where well, you have to wear something exuberant, something that stands out, even if it's silly. Looking yeah. silly is better than looking normal. Yeah, you still uh, atten- negative attention can be turned into positive attention, and you can sort of get away with wearing a sequined waistcoat or like a big white shoes or something. Hmm. Or like a leather hat or something mad like that. And it, yeah, very loud clothing, but not all of it, just like one particular item. Or And, it, and we all just sort of thought, that sounds like you're going to get beaten up by by some men. So uh, strangers yeah. in a bar will want to touch you, but not the way... <laughs> Look, beggars can be choosers, Pierre. The, the book promised skin-on-skin contact and... <laughs> A punch to the face qualifies that technically. It would be very funny okay. if the whole book was written that ambiguously. Have you ever wanted to go to a bar and just have a stranger touch their flesh onto yours repeatedly? Hmm? <laughs> go, okay, I think uh, this is, I'm getting a positive version of this in my mind. Go to the biggest guy and grab his ass and call him a little girl. You'll be amazed with the results. <laughs> go to the biggest, meanest guy in there and take off his 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 uh, uh, diamante uh, trilby and throw it to the ground <laughs> and then show him his card and then now you're the pickup artist <laughs> that would be funny to see a pickup artist in, in prison operating the same system just in like the cafeteria or the yard <laughs> yeah when a pickup artist goes their their advice if they ever go to prison is the first day in prison you gotta go straight to the biggest toughest guy there and pick him up <laughs> you have to get him you have to get him to sleep with you you gotta go straight over to whatever gang it is that runs the joint Aryan Brotherhood whatever and ask them to settle a qualm and do a magic trick <laughs> they'll protect you in exchange for more magic Poor pickup artists. I think I feel like the day is over. I wonder if anyone's taken the place of the pickup artist. Surely a bunch of them are in prison now for sex crimes. Do you reckon? Come on. Surely. Surely. Yeah. They've got that surely. stank all over them, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Me Too movement must have been. Can you imagine? It must have decimated the pickup artist world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's pretty much about them, right? I guess, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. A, there's a few of them in self-styled in jail. Yeah, is that true? Yeah, there's you a bunch. Of, well, I mean, like as people who call them that, it seems to all be about the same guy. Who was the biggest one? Oh yeah, mystery. Yeah, mystery that's right they he mystery got he's one of the main guys in the game and he got his own reality tv show after (laughs) after it god dude he's 50 now (gasps) i'm gonna look him up (laughs) what the fuck these guys he's got a little goatee and a cowboy hat in his picture (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. oh yeah mist mystery is a Canadian pickup artist who developed a system of attracting women called the Mystery Method. <laughs> it just this sounds in turn like led a bad to him idea. getting a VH a VH1 show called The Pickup Artist. I don't know what that show was like. The Pickup Artist. 
Neil Strauss. That's who wrote about this stuff. Yeah, he wrote the game. Yes, that's right. Oh, yes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Under the tutelage of, of this guy, Mystery. A book about his transformation into style. Isn't that amazing? What would your cool name be, Phil? Oh, what would my pickup name be? That's good. So we have Mystery. We have Style. Yeah. Uh, Steve um, P. And I... Rasputin. And then it just says Ross Jeffries. That doesn't seem... Doesn't seem in the spirit of things. So my my pickup artist my pick my pickup artist name would be maybe like suave. Suave. Hey, I'm. Su- oh, maybe. Oh, is it bad to have an adjective? I don't Style know, mystery. St- you need to be a noun. It needs to be a noun. It okay. Needs to be an abstract noun, doesn't it? Yeah. I would call myself. Um. Stable. Oh, I'm stable. I'm stable. I'm but that's stable. also an adjective. I would be. Uh, oh no, I've, I've just gone for another adjective. Unless you mean oh, a stable of, of horse. Of horses. Maybe that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I'm full of sort of uh, poo. potential um, and poo and sort of um, restrained physical power i'm i'm stable oh no okay i'd be a cheese board (laughs) (laughs) cheese board is good yeah hi say hi i'm cheese board (laughs) (laughs) people be like why and i'd be like what do you like cheese boards that's what i thought (laughs) everyone likes cheese boards And then I'd go and say, I'm lactose intolerant. And everyone would go, ooh, like that. And I would say, I don't mind if you have diarrhea. And everyone would go, wee, and they'd clamp. <laughs> and then you do, and then you whip out like a bunch of cheeses, different cheeses, and say, pick a cheese, any cheese. And you fan them out like, yeah. like cards. Yeah, 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 a little slice. And, yeah. you, and you, pull, yeah, you pull out a craft slice from behind the girl's ear, and everyone's like, whoa! And she gets all coquettish and shy and impressed. Yeah, and I do all the cheese puns, of which there are, of course, hundreds. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, people would be really, people would be really pleased that I'd, I'd come to the event. <laughs> <laughs> um... Strauss released a board game slash party game as a follow-up. Wow. Oh, great. Wow. Uh, you need to roll a five or above to um, nag this lady successfully. <laughs> in October 2015, he said in, of the community that there are some really damaged people with hateful and distorted views of reality gathering other people who share those views. Well, yes. Oh, here we go. Uh, in the search for pickup artist, one of the people also ask sections, how do you tell if a guy is a pickup artist? <laughs> well, this is quite good. You better be able to tell um, if he's peacocking, right? <laughs> they've got, they've made a little list here. Okay. Um, number one, he uses shock tactics. <laughs> this could, <laughs> this could be anything from jumping in front of you on the street. What? To- what? To grabbing your hand at the club to apparently mock choking you dot 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 question mark Ooh. what that's that's I would say that's a shock tactic whatever the method the aim is to get your attention yeah leaping in out in front ignore. of you in the street just jumping in front of you in the Rah! street <laughs> ah, you want a drink that would that number would. two yeah that would that would I'd be instant I'd be I don't know about you people I'd be instantly attracted to that man. I would be attracted to that man, and I would trust him. <laughs> Number two, he insults you. This is a classic. Uh, yeah. This is one of the more obvious and repugnant moves in the playbook. Uh, Shock tactics. Uh, Number three, he recites lines from a playbook. Does he sound rehearsed? If so, it's probably because he is. He has either practiced these lines before... <laughs> Or he's practicing them right now. (laughs) Uh, Number four. He hits on other women. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Well, that's okay. Yeah, he's a pickup artist. Yeah. Yeah. He behaves like as if he's some sort of artist of picking up. (laughs) He oozes false confidence. 
Well, I mean, I feel like if you can detect the confidence is false, you don't need this list. If yeah, the, you you're I mean? already there, aren't you? Really? Yeah, you, can you, you've, you've already seen. You can see through the matrix already. You don't need yeah. Morpheus. Can you ooze false confidence? <laughs> ooze an I illusion. I don't think false confidence. I don't think false confidence can leave the body in any other way, actually. As other than as ooze. Only ooze. <clears throat> yeah. Spotting fake con- it says spotting fake confidence is just like spotting a fake Chanel bag. It might look real on the surface, but when you get a glimpse of what's inside, you know that shit is fake. Oh, <laughs> oh my lord. He um Okay, his, so Strauss's dissatisfaction with his appearance led to him to d- do all this. And his descriptions of himself are, like, insane. Like, he's a pretty, you know, handsome-looking fella. Yeah. In the pictures I'm looking at here. And he's talking about a... I have indentations on either side of my forehead, which I like to believe add character to my face, though I've never actually received a compliment on them. What? I mean, that's just your skull, isn't it? Yeah, but also, like, no one's going to go, I like your head indents. (laughs) Hey, Neil, those... Did you get new indents? Neil, can I just say, I love the indents on either side of your skull, and I believe they add character to your face. Anyway, <laughs> I'm off to go to back to the lab because I'm a robot who has been built to compliment people. Don't jump in front of me on the street now. <laughs> I won't be able to restrain myself. I'll fall for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time uh. to fall for you again. Yeah, indented uh, 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 Romeo, you. Um, well, well, Pierre, I think it's. I think we need to pick up some correspondence. Yes, yes. Ring, so this is <laughs> we're starting with a pretty vivid one here, Phil, but it's one that I think you'll find interesting if only if only in a, from a biological point of view. Mm-hmm. And it's from Luke. Luke, don't spook us no. by jumping out in front of us in the street suddenly. No, Luke, please do not grab my hand and neg my dress. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, weirdly, the subject line of Luke's email is, is forward, colon, a stinky secret. I don't know if he's, someone's forwarded it. I don't think they have. But it's a funny thing okay. to do. Um, dear Pay and Pal. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like that one. That's very good. Very good. Uh, I would like to share with you a secret. A stinky secret. A secret that lies within the depths of my anus. <laughs> uh-huh. The... This is not going to be a story of a one-off time which resulted in me soiling my garments. This is a tale of what has happened to me most days for my entire life and I have never told anyone. Oh, wow. Yes. A Bud Pod exclusive. Yes. It's an expoosive. It's it's an expoosive. I have what I can only describe as a problem with my anus. (laughs) No... Not a serious medical condition, but a problem nonetheless. Either Maybe my- just don't get on. Yeah, yeah. We just don't see eye to eye. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> the problem is, he says, <clears throat> either my turds are too big for my asshole, or my asshole is too small for my turds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four and two twos. Yeah. This means that Six it is... Six and two threes. Yeah. That's the sum, isn't it? Six and two threes. Or is it four and two twos? No. Six and two threes. Wait, what? What the phrase when you say two things are, the, are just a different way of describing the same thing? You say, "Oh, it's six and two threes. Oh, I know uh, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Okay, it sounds like there are options available. Yes, an infinite number of options, actually. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. So he says uh, this means it's always quite a battle, physically and mentally, to take a dump. Which, okay. <laughs> Mentally, yeah. Mentally, yeah. Like Charles Poor Xavier. Guy. Just touching his temples. Poor Luke. Alas, the side effects of the issue do not end here. If I am at what I would describe as a healthy level of hydration, the process is easier. However, this comes at a cost. And 
Now, this is where I'm not sure if this is quite biologically correct, but Phil, listen to this and see what you think. Okay. So he says, the process is easier if he's at a healthier level of hydration. However, this comes at a cost. My tight little ass (laughs) seemingly peels a mushy layer of crap off the log as it departs. Fucking hell. (laughs) I mean, I don't think that's how the constitution of a of a poo works. I don't, think, I don't it, think it's not like it's not like a banana. I don't think there's <laughs> It's not icing on a different thing. Bloody hell. But hey look, this is Luke's lived experience, yes. you know, and we should live listen to that. We should respect that. So his his kind of homemade theory here is that his tight his quote tight little ass He's kind of peeling a layer off as the thing goes out. And he says, this then congregates inside my asshole and very slowly over time seeps out. I I don't think that's what's happening, surely. Surely not. He says, when this happens... You might just have a leaky... Although, but then why would such a famously tight asshole be leaky? That doesn't scan either. Your Honor, my client would like to plead guilty. That's like a... The moment where you've turned the case. <laughs> All right, I see, I see, I see. Just immediately. Just one more thing, Luke. Why would, why would such a tight asshole leak anything at all? The jury oh, goes. Oh, you say that you've got a tight asshole. Why, well, yes, that's right, Mister Colombo, the tightest in town. Oh, okay. Well, uh, congratulations. Uh, Wait a minute, just one more thing before I leave. <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> oh, well, congratulations. Um, He's lighting his cigar so and walking funny. away. Why would such a tight <laughs> asshole be leaking all over town then? Ah, just a question that occurred to me. It might just be nothing. So, he says, uh, this then congregates inside my ass and very slowly over time seeps out. When this happens, no level of wiping can get my ass clean, as there is a poopy reservoir constantly feeding it. Gosh. He said he claims, I have previously gone through an almost a whole roll of toilet paper to no avail. Surely not, Luke. I mean, it does, you know, look, we've all been there. It does happen that from time to time, you have like a Mary Poppins asshole that will not stop. <laughs> Like you could, you could wipe it forever, and eventually, did, did, did Frank, does Frank Skinner have a joke? Like eventually, yeah. he just goes, ah, I, I give up. It's after like three I, or five where he's he's just uh, shouting at his own ass. I have appointments. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a very good joke in uh, Parks and Rec where I think it got cut. It's a blooper, and it's. Uh, Andy saying to a doctor, is it a problem that sometimes when I wipe my ass, it's like wiping a marker pen? (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So then Luke says, or I'm lured into a false sense of security by my ass, tricking me into thinking it's clean, only to get a sharp itching feeling 10 minutes later. Yeah. So that, so, okay. Now this is, so that's if he's hydrated, right? Right, so that's if he's hydrated. Yeah. So he says, if I'm, he says, if I'm dehydrated, I don't have this problem, however. The process of pooping is a lot more intense, and I'm dehydrated, which gives me chronic migraines, which leaves me no other option but to live life with a seemingly a constantly stinky, itchy, poopy butthole. What does that have to do with being dehydrated? If he's dehydrated, they're like rock-hard turds, he's saying. Right. Oh, man. Hence, Luke. hence his scraping layers theory, which, again... You and I share a, a natural skepticism of. Yeah, Luke, I do. Just because it doesn't make physical sense. Luke says, Hope my tortuous tale has brought humor to the Budpod community and has made you feel grateful for your clean asses. Jacking it leisurely, Luke. Hey, don't... don't You, you don't know my ass. You don't know it's clean. <laughs> it's true. Um, don't speak about things you do not understand. Why would you lay these problems upon an already troubled ass? <laughs> That's bad. I wonder, if, is that asshole loosening surgery? <sighs> I mean, then probably, but then I guess, I don't know. Before we suggest that Luke start wearing a butt plug. Um, mm, that, that is what I'm suggesting. I would say that he needs to consider a higher fiber diet. Yes, yes. 
Cause... It sounds like that might that might be a problem. Um, but 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 if it's a, truly a problem with just the the size of his aperture, uh, the fiber not might not might not be enough. No, but I'm saying that like he's getting this buildup of these huge shits because the stuff's not moving through quickly enough. It just requires such a critical mass to be to charge the laser, so to speak. <laughs> But the bottleneck is the asshole. It doesn't matter how regular he is. No, because if it's regular, if it's regular, it won't be as big by definition. That's why people get impacted bowels. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see. I see. I you got to keep okay. that, You got to keep the tram system moving. More, the cars go through one at a time. You know, down the old highway. Yeah, it's like when when the train stops and they say we're doing this to regulate the service. Yes, exactly. And I think. Someone who doesn't eat a lot of fiber but still has the right amount of water probably has um, <laughs> more uh, 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 in physically um, unsound shits. Mm. I'm saying that could give him the the his, his what he's doing the fortitude to not have this whole scraping issue he thinks he has. <laughs> I think mm. that's this, that's my suggestion. High high fiber diet. Get to, get into it and keep on with the water. My suggestion is the butt plug. Yeah, I have to. I I must reiterate. Yeah, but that you can do both. You can do both. Bit of butt plug, bit of fiber. Brown bread in the mornings, butt plug at lunch. Mm-hmm. It's a healthy diet. Um, you could also do with you know do you know that um, they they sell poop stools now because the the best position. For a human to poop is with your feet slightly raised, yeah. and you sort of like bent over. So that should help if you get a poop stool. Yeah, get one of those to put your feet on. Lifty boys. And that might help. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The best position to shit in for a human is like a, a little kid watching a frightening episode of Doctor Who. Yeah, hugging the knees. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hope that we are being helpful to Luke there because that does sound like a, a hellish. Uh, uh, Catch twenty two. He's in. Yeah, that's not nice. It's not nice to fear your poos. I used to. I feared my poos when I was a kid, and you know, you're in constant fear of yourself. Yeah, yeah. Fear, fear your own uh, butthole. Is um, if he doesn't drink coffee, maybe a little coffee will help. I mean, in yeah. general, if he just tries to have diarrhea all the time, that should really, that should help. Yeah. I mean, I, it's something. It's something to think about for Luke. It's something. It's a little food for thought. We'll, we'll end on something. Some high fiber food for thought. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll mm-hmm. end on something more wholesome from Lindsay. Oh, Lindsay. Um, um, gosh. Wow, Lindsay's hard. Bin me. Because I'm so bad at coming up with a rhyme. Ooh. Put me in the bin. <laughs> so Lindsay says... Dear Telenovelli and Number Wang. Nice. I like Telenovelli. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay says, Before getting to the tent, my favorite Steam achievement is called Go Outside from the Stanley Parable. It requires not playing the game for five years. Oh, I think I've heard of this achievement. Yeah, I think I might have it. Oh, really? I definitely got the Stanley Parable and did not complete it, and it could have been as long as five years ago. Um, Oh, great. More importantly, I feel the need to share the attached tat. I recently became a father for the first time, and my sister bought me this t-shirt. Appallingly, in my sleep-deprived first three months, I've realized midway through the two days that I'm wearing it. I don't quite understand what's just been said. Appallingly, in my sleep-deprived first three months, I've realized midway through two days that I'm wearing it. Maybe he didn't realize it was tat. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, so... Congratulations on the kid, Lindsay. And congratulations on the tat. Congratulations. So the t-shirt says Farthor. Okay. So it's it's father with an O instead of an E. Farthor. Uh, as in God of Thunder? Yeah, the T is the hammer. Okay, okay. Is it like branded MCU? No. Thor? Okay. No. Farthor. Original. Right. Original Nordic Thor. Yeah. And it says, noun, like a dad, just way mightier. I think that's quite sweet. Pretty good, actually. See, I think as far yeah. as tat goes, that's quite sweet. And then like a sort of continue the fake dictionary vibe. See also, handsome, exceptional. 
I I have I quite like this T-shirt. I have to say, Lindsay. Mm. And because because he's a, a rare male Lindsay, and the only other Lin- male Lindsay that comes to mind is uh, Lindsay Hoyle, the, yes. uh, the speaker of the house. Um, I'm still picturing Lindsay Hoyle in a, a T-shirt that says Farthor, and it's quite sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what. I, yeah, that's a good thing to picture. And he's sh- yeah. shouting in his slightly blocked-nosed way at someone. Yeah. Will the Honourable Member recognise that my T-shirt is heartwarming? That's Lindsay talking to his, his baby. Yeah, his Will baby. the Honourable Baby please, <laughs> please learn to behave itself? I'd like to hear what your mother has to say, and the country <laughs> deserves to hear it. So if the right Honourable Baby would please settle down, and relearn its its uh, decorum that it applies in the house. Uh, uh, miss, uh, oh, uh, miss, I don't know, wife, and he sits down. Miss wife. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, there's a P.S. Uh, he, uh, Lindsay says, as a, an until recently Edinburgh, I go to lots and lots of fringe shows, thirty plus each year. Ooh la la! Um, I'm legally blind, so I get to take a companion to every show. That's nice. Oh. Um. um a companion, so that can be a person, any person. I suppose it could be any person, although maybe he's like uh, um, your friend and mine, excellent comedian Chris McCausland, and it's not, it's an actual official one. Oh yes, 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 yes. In that sense, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, I, I, me and Chris went to do some gigs up north, and I was sort of his companion on the train. Um, mm-hmm. For the past few years, your show, Pierre, has been my most highly prized ticket. Although, oh, that's nice. Yeah, although Philly Philly Wang Wang was a close contender. Thanks for the great work. Hope you are back in Edinburgh this year. And Koji, Lindsay in Dunfermline. Thank you very much, Lindsay. That's very nice of you. Thank you, uh, Lindsay. I'll wear that second place badge with pride. Great pride. Um, well, that's pride. all for this week, folks. It's time for me and Phil to burrow deep into the Patreon. Yes. So join us, please come. Please, I would say I think the bonus episodes have been cracking. I fa- I reckon good. they're very good because we're only really warmed up by this point now, <laughs> and so so the bonus part of we go on to do is actually pretty good. So if you're not on the Patreon, I say get on it, baby. I would say we have the perfect balance between giving our regular loyal listeners high quality content for free, and then really. Pulling out the Hamon Iberico for our guests in the VIP section. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, but I'll see you guys there. Oh, also quickly, if anyone is in Australia, specifically the state of Victoria, specifically mm. the city of Melbourne, I would be performing at the Melbourne Comedy Festival for, I think, three weeks, starting on the 31st. So do go on and get some tickets to my new... It's a new show. It's not Philly Philly Wang Wang. It's a new show. Lovely. At the Melbourne Comedy Festival. So come on down, Melbourne. Lovely. Very nice. Okay, well, goodbye. Bye-bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.